When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, before we kick off today's awesome episode of Only Stupid Answers, we want to talk about our friends over at Dollar Shave Club. It's the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's an awesome life hack that's a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to get cheap disposable razors that give you a cheap shave or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech that you don't even need. DJ, stop using it. You don't need it. I don't want it don't either. Use it. Stop it. Just knock it off. Use Dollar Shave Club, okay? okay? And especially when you use the Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor with Dr. Carver Shave Butter. It's so cool. Dr. Carver Shave Butter is a transparent, so it gives you a transparent a gel. <laughs> it gives you a cleaner, more precise shave. Which is what you want. I recommend it to all my friends, family, and loved ones, and they have never looked back. Listen, for a limited time, new members uh, get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping, <laughs> which is the best. Free shipping is the best. Uh, after that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 buckaroos. <laughs> In your first month box, you get an awesome weighty handle, a full cassette of four cartridges, and a tube of the Shave Butter. And after your first month, replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular there are no hidden fees, no commitments, and you can cancel anytime you damn well please. You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. One more time. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. On to the show. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears into today. It's a very special day, DJ. Yes, that's me. Why is it special? Because uh, we're talking about everybody's favorite movie of the summer. Death, Death Note. Note. Yay, but also we've got a very special guest. Yay! Yay! Who is it? It's me. I'm Yay! Like, I was like, am I supposed to introduce myself? Yeah. I was just waiting to yeah. be introduced. I'm, I'm so used to when we do... Uh, TV talk at Collider, just whoever's sort of leading that day yeah. introduces everybody on the table. So yeah. I, no. I, I never lead, so I'm so not Format. used to it. That's fine. No. Format <laughs> escapes us. We're not, yeah. we're not, we haven't really you know, nailed it down listen, yet. Mm-hmm. One of these days we'll figure it out. I'm perfectly capable of introducing myself, so thank you for allowing me that opportunity. <laughs> One of Emma's many talents. Yeah. Emma, tell our audience about yourself. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm a person about the internet wow. is, uh, is the way that I view myself. Uh, you mm-hmm. can see me on Collider TV Talk over on Collider Video on mm-hmm. Mondays and Wednesdays, typically, though. Sometimes I'm there a couple other days. Uh, I recently started appearing with some regularity on Collider Heroes. Uh, you can also see me every Friday night uh, over at Hyper RPG, which is a Twitch chan- channel. So that's twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG on their Star Wars RPG show where we use the Edge of the Empire role playing system by Fantasy Flight. It is called Pencils and Parsecs. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I also solo stream video games for Hyper on Wednesdays. So I just, you know, pretty much any day of the week, turn on the internet and you'll find me somewhere. She'll be there. She's yep. over there on every site. Yeah. Yep. You turn it on and she's just, you hear, you know those autoplay videos? You yeah. look down, you scroll it's down your, your yeah. article and she's there. Yep. Right there. there uh-huh. Saying your first name and your phone number out there. She knows you. She's got it. She's ready to go. Uh, well, Emma, thank you so much for joining us and yeah. talking about Death Note because we know you 
are uh, familiar with anime. I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's the I've, best uh, way I can say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm I'm a bit of an otaku, uh, actually. We just started doing uh, an anime talk show also oh. over at Hyper RPG, which we just nice. started last week. So we'll end up talking about this movie uh-huh. as well as more of Death Note in depth. Good, on, we got uh, it. We got it here first, guys. On Tuesday, <laughs> we this beat week everybody to at the 6 punch. PM. But yeah, you guys. Uh, well, I mean, I I did see nope. this movie during Comic Con and I did review it for Schmoes. <laughs> yeah. But this is the first time I've gotten to really discuss it in depth. So there you go. I'm pretty excited. That's exciting. May I ask you, uh, what is your favorite anime of all time? Uh, my favorite anime of all time is revolutionary girl utena cool yep classic <laughs> what is, what's the what's the elevator pitch for that what is that about the elevator pitch for that it's uh it's a postmodern magical girl series about breaking down gender boundaries and challenging gender roles all uh framed around students who have a secret dueling society ah uh, there there's the anime part yeah. okay i was wait, i was like eh, that doesn't sound like there's the anime <laughs> part oh, yeah because yeah. it was like watching death note like spoilers when the little ice cream part happened i was like an anime this uh, is an there's yeah. the flavor of anime right there um but we'll get into that in a second we have a little bit of business we like to do up front yes uh first up just so you guys know if you're joining us for the first time welcome yay we're happy to have you um, but if you're returning, hey, we love you. You guys look great. New shirt, love it. Keep wearing that. Uh, you, there's a compliment. Hope you feel good about that. But also, <laughs> uh, just so you guys know where to find us, you can go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. That has all the business there. You can find uh, all of our social media, like Twitter, at OnlyStupidAnswers. You got the vowels from stupid. We're so good at doing that back and forth now. Don't say, don't say that. I know, we just, jinxed it. We did, we did, we've done it good this one time. Yeah, that's and now, yeah, it's like we got, we're so good at it now. It is. That's <laughs> you have to congratulate yourselves. Uh, and also, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Reddit, reddit.com yes. slash r slash only stupid answers. But also on only you can find all the places to listen to us like Spotify, Audio Boom, Google Play Music, iTunes, all the good stuff. It's all there. If you've got any questions, go there. But also check out our patreon.com slash only stupid answers because we have more content there too. Yay. Yay. And also, at the top of every show, what do we like to do? Read iTunes oh, we reviews. do like to read, <laughs> yeah. read iTunes what reviews. What do we like to do? Hold on a second. What yeah, is it? I was we, like, <laughs> you we've only the, been doing this the for over a year. Stare. <laughs> I died what? on the wrong inside. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those moments where you looked at me like, hey, what do we like to do at the top of the episode? And I just thought to myself, you know, we're all going to die someday, you know? <laughs> DJ's going through stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have those moments. So, uh, Sam, this is a longer one. Do you want to uh, split it up? Yeah, you let me know when you want me to take over. I will let you know when I want you to take over. Uh, from the Mad Whovian, a huge inspiration, overall amazing. Sam, you want to take it from there? Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, crap. Uh, all right. I want to start things off. Oh, my God. All right. Sorry. Thank you for the comment. I want to start things off saying that this is my first review and only because I had to buy an iPhone for you guys, not just for the review slash random about to write, but it's a big reason as to why, lol. I love this podcast. These guys have been my favorite people since I saw them on SourceFed, and I was super excited to find out they had a podcast. These, These boys, boys know exactly what they're talking about, and I love to hear their, their take on things. They've also inspired me to do so many things. I've been reading Why the Last Man. Yeah, saga yeah. and I only recently picked up Voltron because of their numerous reviews of it. They also inspired me to start my own podcast with my friends and I'm very excited at the prospect. I didn't mean to turn this into a full on rant but seriously if you have the time listen to their podcast. That was very sweet and thank Aww. you for picking up right then because I was having trouble. <laughs> so I, so I, could, I could sense it. Yeah I was uh, sweating. <laughs> but Sam what is the other thing we like to do at the top of episodes? Yeah we talk about well I totally blink too. Yeah. We like to talk about what we're into this week. So Emma we like to 
we basically to the table we sure. bring a uh, new comic new TV show new movie or just new thing that we're into this week uh, DJ would you mind kicking it off yeah I would like to talk about The Tick because it is amazing I'm three episodes in and it is hilarious and it is fun and it is a great um, it's a great subversion of normal superhero-y stuff because I grew up not knowing what that is yes. I didn't know what the tick was when it when they talked about it coming back I was like oh, okay like I had known of it like yeah. but what is it uh, well I grew up with the 90s cartoon I know it's based on a comic but I grew up with the 90s cartoon which if I recall and it's been a minute it was just madness. It was just a bunch of costume characters behaving like insane people. Um, and it was fun and it was funny and I enjoyed it. Uh, this show takes place in a more comparatively grounded reality where superheroes are around. Um, and, uh, the main character, Arthur, went through a great tragedy that also involved the death of the main superhero team um, that everybody loved. So the superheroes are not quite as robust as they used to be in this culture. Um, and Arthur runs into a man dressed like a big blue bug who is probably insane. Definitely has uh, like lost memory, has trouble retaining information, mm-hmm. uh, but is very, it's, it's like an insane Adam West Batman, like, like not a, not a, like, can't like legitimately kind of probably crazy version of Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. That's just all about daring do and like really motivating Arthur. And it's really the ticket, the tick himself is very lovable, uh, voiced by Peter Serafinowitz. Well, played by Peter Serafinowitz. Um, and it's just a really cool, like, it's it's it is dark it is actually uh it is would be if it was a movie be r-rated um so it can be violent a little a few fucks thrown around oh cool um uh but it's it's a really fun take on that whole jam and so i highly recommend it especially if you're into superhero stuff which i know a few of our fans are probably a few (laughs) uh emma anything you're into well i have a little bit of an addictive personality so these netflix and amazon prime and well hulu tends to release like three episodes and then one a week after that but but with this format of we drop all of the episodes at once it's hard for someone with an addictive personality to kind of like let go of a thing from a few weeks ago so i'm like (laughs) still really digging on voltron you guys yeah this, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to talk to you about this it. This season uh, was just so good. Yes. I, I felt like because, you know, the way that Netflix is doing things now is they're basically trying to have content to release every single week. So they're breaking up the seasons into shorter seasons. So now oh. instead of getting 13 and 13, it's going to be like seven, six, six and seven, something like that uh, yeah. in terms of, of how the episodes themselves are distributed for release dates. And I felt like if you watch all of season one and two back to back season two doesn't feel like the characters stagnate quite as much but I remember watching season two of Ultron and I still really enjoyed it but I felt that there wasn't quite as much character growth as I wanted mm-hmm. and then this season just I it just made up for everything and yeah. I, uh, Very cool. I I just yeah I, I love it and uh, we've been doing the after show for Voltron uh, over at After Buzz TV and we have a great relationship with DreamWorks so cool. we had um, AJ Lacasio on the first week uh, who the voice of Prince Lotor, and then Perfect. we had uh, Laura Montgomery and Joaquin DeSantos on the next week, who are uh-huh. the showrunner, executive producer. Joaquin DeSantos is a part of pretty much every show yeah, I've loved. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's such a cool guy. Uh, and Lauren's the freaking best and confirmed for me last season that uh, 
Zarkon's like mecha suit that he fought against Voltron yeah. in was indeed based on Gundam Epion. So I was delighted. Nice. This is an anime thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know Gundam. Yeah. I'm at least okay. associated, associated enough okay, with Gundam. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then we had Josh Keaton on last week, uh, who is the voice of Shiro. And yes. It's just, he's a great human being. You, so. you finished this season. Yes, uh, I did recently. Spoilers for Voltron season three. If we're mm-hmm. going to get into it. So what did you, I, I loved it. I loved it. But you could, it definitely felt like they were working on a 13 episode season and the Netflix called to me like, hey, just chop it in half. Yeah. Like, that bummed me out because yeah. I really liked what they, yes. the, the last episode they left us on should have been maybe the second to last episode Agreed. and they, they should have left on something that was current and this is what we're leading Instead towards. Instead of the flashback, even though the flashback episode was amazing. It was dope. Yeah. yeah. It was it, so good. It made sense like that, like, okay, the empire exists, but it's like, we're trying not to look at it as really evil. There's still like a, yeah. there's a problem between these people, but they, they respect each other and like it just makes more sense of how everything built out after that Uh, the other thing i will say with the flashback with the old team voltron it made me bummed again that and i know it's based off the original anime that all of team voltron is just humans basically it's like yeah i know it is it is really cool i mean that's all aliens it's cool that but that's that that's that joaquin dos santos touch of like spirit world from avatar or cora you know i Uh, love the spirit world i'm gonna rewatch cora now because uh, i've been watching this and i realized how much good i love it i love the animation i'm glad they're using the same animation yeah yeah it's the same studio in korea and they have the money to use it for all their episodes yes, they as do. opposed to just like every other one yep, <laughs> yep. like halfway through an episode they changed it oh yeah. wait season two of course season was two was rough, rough. Then, yeah. then they animation wise animation wise yeah. I, I know there's people that don't like the story in season two of Korra I love season two of Korra because yeah. it was such an interesting season for Janora yeah uh-huh. yeah I thought uh, season two was really good my favorite is season three yeah season three. <laughs> but season two gave us the first Avatar story and they have yeah. that art style that's like oh, that's the old right. calligraphy uh, thing so cool it's so, good. It's so cool yes and he fights um what the hell were those guys names Rava and do you guys remember the names oh, of the evil yes, spirit Rava oh, and Rava's uh, the good uh, one uh, what's the bad one what's the bad one douchebag douchebag <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, nailed that's, it yeah uh, is a flying kite. That's yeah. all I remember. Is a big evil kite. Uh, I also liked, um, and I meant to tell you this. I liked when they did the alternate uh, reality, reality world. They had the joke about Sven, Sven because in, correct me if I'm wrong, in America yes. it wasn't named. He wasn't named Shiro. He was named Sven. Yes. Oh. So that was like a yeah. nod to that whole. Yeah. Thing. Actually, all of the characters' names were changed, and then when they did this new Voltron, because Sven had this connotation of being this kind of ridiculous character also Sven gets not killed off but killed off actually but in the American version they're like he went to space hospital and he got better later because fortunately Shiro had a brother that came in later and they're like that's him he just looks a little different oops classic Uh, (laughs) but uh but anyway so because there was that connotation and I think they didn't necessarily want people to immediately go oh Sven's gonna get killed off and then Alora's gonna pilot a lion they changed Sven to be Shiro but other than that they kept all of the names from the 80s 85 Voltron yeah. oh cool that they changed them to in America October is when we get the rest of that yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, fun fact so uh, Hagar the witch who's voiced by Cree Summer yeah. uh, her 
this again is spoilers for Voltron for that flashback episode. Her Altaian, like pre quintessence crazy witch name Honerva, yeah. was her name in Go Lion. Cool. Yes. I like it when people, when they do that, when yeah. they kind of like reuse elements. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's really cool. I mean, the, the people who are working on the series are really smart. Yeah. And they bring something really fun to the table with it. Yeah. I love season two because of what they got to play around with with the different lions. Like, kind of each yeah. lion got a different episode. Best, my favorite episode of all time of the series is the mall episode. Space Baseball yeah. is so fucking great. Like, yes. uh, hunk uh, cooking and yep. them like finding the, Amer- the not the American the, the Earth Store yeah. that, like Kaltenecker, Kaltenecker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah and uh, I, I want to say his name is Benjamin Kaltenecker is somebody who works on the show so they just Great. used his last name that's for the amazing cow. no but I, that's another thing speaking of that because I know growing up because by the time I was watching Voltron it was already like way reruns like, oh yeah totally thing. same and it was a, within spitting distance of Power Rangers and Power Rangers is cool because all their robots were different things yeah. and so when it's like they're all it's it's so funny because i think i saw voltron before i ever saw power rangers because i remember watching power rangers and going i've seen this before yeah it seems familiar to me how were there too yeah, yeah exactly but, but so that's i like the fact that even though they're all lions all the lions function differently have yeah. different abilities have different and keith is the best yeah uh, you love Keith. Uh, Keith is my favorite. I, Keith is my favorite too. Uh-huh. Yeah, Keith so. is great. I love Pidge. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I am mean, Keith is great. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he's great. But. And I mean, and like Bex is the most hilarious and lovely human being on the planet. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we want to get her on the podcast for when the season four oh, comes around. Oh, I cool. guarantee you she would do it. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but also, I just love her line because for some reason, she's got a magic ray that makes plants grow when <laughs> where plants should not grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's not how plants work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love it. Uh, but really quick, the thing you should guys should check out this week I'm going to read uh, through some comics because yes. I watched all of Game of Thrones and I'll talk about that on Monday I'm mostly caught up on Green Arrow and I'm really liking the hard uh, 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 um, what, it's a reference to when he's on the road with, oh with Green with Lantern, Lantern. yeah uh, they, they called it something yeah. I forget what it's called um, uh, but it's great when he's interacting with all the Justice League members it's, fan- it is. it's really good they're really fixing a lot of problems with like the original <laughs> Green Arrow uh, series but um, uh, what am I reading anything worth reading Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe they're doing mm-hmm. that again it's a sequel to it it's depressing because oh. he just got to killing uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur and Miss Marvel and the Power Pack and you're like Okay, this fucking sucks because yeah. like, and, it, and it's meant to be like that. But I'm like, this no, like this really sucks. Like, yeah. I really fucking hate what they're doing in this. Um, and what else is there? Good. Oh, Green, uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Basically, yeah. they're taking right now. There's just series that are taking every obscure thing that, that DC never touched on, and they're like they're bringing it back. So like nice. they have they're dealing with the new gods right now, and you get Orion with his the costume that you like, New Fifty Two costume. Yeah, so cool. it is really cool. Um, and he's got his little whatever his thing is the yeah. bike. The, yeah, does, I know got, it, yeah, does it have a name? It or? does have a name, but I don't remember. What uh, uh, some harness, I think. Anyway, something like that. It, it's pretty cool. And is there anything else worth mentioning? There's this thing called uh, Nightwing New or- the New Order. Yeah, what? I, it seems like an answer to it's Secret like a, Empire. A it's little an bit. Elseworld kind of thing where Nightwing is responsible for pretty much every hero going away. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ba- he basically like detonates a bomb that takes away most of the hero's powers. Yes fun yeah. right and it's real cool and Great. then it's interesting to me because it's uh, it feels like kind of an answer to the dark knight returns version for nightwing but it's just, it's just a weird thing to put nightwing in yeah like it just doesn't really fit what we 
what we know about the the tone of the character. Yeah, know? it seems more of like yeah. a Batman move to yeah. do that kind of thing. So, in, I mean, if you guys read it, let me know what you think about it because no one's it, it popped out of nowhere. No one's really talking about it, and then it's kind of probably going to end. It's like a four it's a, issue it's a limited arc. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I'm kind of happy about. And Secret Empire is almost done. So we can get out of that because I'm tired of Captain America being a Nazi. Real yeah. tired of that. It's getting really, Ooh. really old. Yeah. So there have been some fun stories, but it's like, how depressing can we get? Yeah. Oh, we got there. Yeah. We went further, uh-huh. and now like we're almost done. And like, let's so what see. you're saying is you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, what I'm you're saying. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It. yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, but I think besides that, nothing, nothing real big. Oh, I read. Um, Ultimates, so like all the old, like the Avengers, the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, Mark version. Miller, yeah. Brian Hitch, I think. Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Hulk is like a like a murdering cannibal rapist. Oh uh-huh. and, no! And like I just got to an issue where like Hank Pym and Janet are they're married, but they get into like they bring in like you remember when Hank accidentally like, or not accidentally he punched his wife. Well, in the, the 80s. accident was Jeez. the art was the art was the, the accident. Was the accident. No, yeah. But in the comic, it happened, and they're no. like, you know what? Let's hold on to that and go further with no. it. And you're like. Mm-hmm. This sucks. It's like maybe let's pretend that didn't happen and yeah. move on. No, yeah, I think they take could... it to the next level, and you're like, "Wow, this sucks." Damn. Yeah, I think it was at a time. Have you read Ultimates? No, I haven't no. had a chance to read it either. I think it was at a time where the deconstructing your heroes was a was a big deal. Yeah, and also well before the Avengers were the household name they are now. Yes. Yeah, so it was a way to make them more relevant because I know when I was growing yeah. up, like it was Spider Man and the X Men, specifically Wolverine. That mm. was like. Yeah. That, then, yeah, that's what I was into growing up, yeah, for sure. Hulk a little bit, and yeah. then everything else. Yeah. And 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 uh, thankfully for the movies, like all those other characters have blown up, uh, but not then. And so maybe that was a way to make them more modern and relevant. If you want a good story to read, you can check out Generations. That's great, the Jim Marvel yeah. event they're doing, because they had a Thor issue, so both Thors met up in the past. Really positive. And the Wolverine one, written by Tom Taylor, he writes in Justice 2, really good writer, yeah. and uh, it'll make you cry. Because it, I don't even read Wolverine, but reading it, it was just a, a relationship between a father and a daughter, and I'm like, this is... If you like Logan, mm-hmm. it will hit all those <laughs> same notes. But... I think that's about it. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and kick off our <gasps> Death Note talk. Spoiler free first. Okay. Spoiler free. Spoiler free first. Emma, you have opinions. Mm-hmm. But spoiler free. <laughs> spoiler free opinions. I will, keep, I will keep them spoiler free first. Yeah. Uh, so, full disclosure, I am incredibly biased because <laughs> I have seen more versions of Death Note than probably anybody should ever see, and I haven't even come close to scratching the surface of how many adaptations of Death Note exist. Well, what, uh, what how adaptions? Many, how many are there? <laughs> so, okay, so Death Note is a manga series that is... Uh, Written by Sugomi Oba and uh, illustrated by Takeshi Obata. This is not normal for Japan. Normally, manga, which is Japanese comics, yeah. are written and drawn by the same person. Okay. So this partnership is extremely unusual. They've worked on a couple series together. Uh, another really notable one being Bakugo, which is literally about making manga. It's speculated to be sort of autobiographical. It's Bakugo is amazing. Okay. Uh, but Death Note is this great psychological it's not even a thriller it's like a a very heady crime drama about a very disillusioned high school student named Light Yagami in Tokyo Mm -hmm. who is top of his class he's incredibly handsome and popular everybody loves him and he's just kind of bored with his life yeah and then lo and behold 
the Shinigami, who are the gods of death in their realm, are also kind of bored of their existence, where they just kind of lie around waiting to write humans' names in the death note so they die. Yeah. Oh. So one of them drops his death note down onto the earth, and Light finds it. And he's and he, you know, reads the rules of the death note and is like, hmm, I wonder if this thing works. And then somebody he overhears on the news that somebody is in the act of committing a crime and he sees his face and his name on the TV. And he's like, well, I'm just going to see if this thing works. And so he writes his name in the death note and it does. Yeah. And so then he develops a God complex, basically going around killing criminals and I want to say in the original manga series, he kills at least 100 people or so yeah. before Ryuk even reveals himself to Light, the and, god of death, oh. who, who is the owner of the notebook. And also um, kind of like the mascot of the series. Yeah, like, he is kind of any, the mascot yeah, of the series. Yeah, if you've series. ever seen anything with the series, like, you yeah, know you, what Yeah, you know like. Ryuk. Uh, but anyway, so again, it was a manga series that ran from 2003 to 2006. The anime series ran 2006 to 2007. And that's pretty much a very faithful adaptation of the manga. All of the versions, with the exception of the manga and the anime series, which basically have the same ending, they all have kind of slightly different endings. Okay. Huh. Um, but uh, anyway, so in 2006 was actually the first adaptation of the manga that predates the anime series, and that was the first of the Japanese live-action films. Got it. So there's two Japanese live-action films that were produced in 2006, and it's one story. It's, you know, it, it literally ends with a to-be-continued in the Got first it. one and then picks up. So this American movie was pretty much, with the exception of the musical, the first time that they attempted to tell the entire story of Death Note in one thing. Now, I want to hold... Wait, I want to no, oh, I want to yeah. pause one second. Yes. You said a musical. Yes, yep, there is a musical. Got uh it. the musical is fantastic. So the thing is is there are actually a lot of musicals that are adapted from anime and manga series in Japan. I fantastic. think there are currently like 25 Sailor Moon ones. I love that. Uh, I love that. But this is the thing about the Death Note musical. It is written by an American composer, hey. Frank Wildhorn. If you guys are familiar with Jekyll and Hyde or Scarlet Pimpernel or he did a Dracula yeah. musical, that composer really he wrote the death note musical that's so it was originally uh like they did a concept recording and a workshop in new york yeah uh and then it's never actually been produced in the u.s though it's only been produced in japan and in south korea and it's been produced in both japan and south korea twice at this point but the thing that's hilarious is the original demo recording and also in the original new york workshop the role of light was played by jeremy jordan who's on supergirl Wait, really? Yeah, That's yeah. He's nuts. a he's a big musical theater guy. Oh no, no, no. We know. But like, yeah. but like, and like, my I have like a friend who doesn't watch Supergirl, but he's a huge fan yeah. of Jeremy Jordan because yeah. he's so good. Also, like, if you watch, do you watch CW shows? Yeah. So when he did the musical episode, oh like, my god, he's he was fantastic. Miles ahead of yeah, everybody I was, else. There. I was so excited when they when I knew he was going to be in the musical episode because I was like, oh, I know that boy can sing. Yeah, yeah it was funny watching that episode because it's like, oh, they, you, these guys are fine, and then he would sing. He's like, oh, oh, this no, guy, that guy yeah. can sing. Yeah, yeah he's great. Well, really it's like. Good. Him and uh, uh, Victor Garber, who's yeah, like yeah. a long musical theater guy. <laughs> yeah. also, Victor but. Garber's in the Star Series Power, by the way. Side note. Oh, yeah, okay, just, yeah. Man, just, Currently? Uh, uh, I think so, yeah. My, my wife watches it, and it's like, hey, hey, Firestorm. So, yeah, there's there's so many different adaptations of Death Note. So uh-huh. I already went into this adaptation feeling like, but we don't, there's so, there was literally a movie in Japan last year. We don't yeah. need any more Death Note. Yeah. Um, so, for and, and on top of that, I went into it being fully aware that I thought that this 
movie, and it did, was going to make one of the mistakes that the 2015 J-drama did. So there was a series, I think it was 13 episodes in 2015, that was yet again another retelling of Death Note. Um, And the biggest downfall of that series for me was that they tried to make Light more sympathetic. Mm. And for me, the series hinges on Light being a total sociopath. Yeah. That's what a lot of people were saying when we were like, because we did a live stream of it yesterday watching with you guys. So thanks for joining us if you did. Um, But also a lot of people were saying that that it, it, I don't know, man, I have a lot of, I'm trying not to, I want to start blurring out spoilers, but I'm not going to. But with this one, were there parts of it that you did enjoy or like not so much, like any choices that they made or you kind of like, well, hold off on the choices because that's a spoiler. spoilers. There's 25 different options for this. uh, I I just felt like, it completely lost everything that makes Death Note Death Note. For example, I have been disappointed in some of the choices that have been made on Game of Thrones in converting it from the book series Song of Ice and Fire to the HBO series. Hmm. However, overall, I feel that tonally, it's very similar. It's kind of like with the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings films. There's no way you were going to be able to put every single little detail of the book into those movies, but it was very much in the spirit of the books. And to me, this adaptation was not in the spirit of the source material in the slightest. The detective, L, who is the one who you're really rooting for when you're watching the series or reading the manga, is just like, he's so, he's terrifyingly even keeled and in this Lakeith Stanton comes out he's immediately just yelling at people he's out in public and and what's so fun about the source material is that Light and L have this really interesting relationship with one another where they're the only ones who are sort of firing on that level of just deductive reasoning and intelligence and Light actually participates in the investigation against himself and it's this great game of cat and mouse and you as the audience know and you just watch L get closer and closer to figuring it out it it's so again it's this very slow burn psychological thing and the you lots of people die mm-hmm. in the in the source material but it's not violent you don't no. ever see anybody die oh really i yeah. feel like that would have been the appeal too because people i mean you know, everyone liked a little bit of like r-rated violence every yeah, once in a no, while that no. seems like a selling point no for, not really that even seems even stranger to yeah, me yeah it's uh no it's not it's really not violent at all hmm. you hear about all these deaths and you know that there's one situation where in light controls this criminal to basically hijack a bus and you do see him you see a car racing towards him and you see him standing there and then it cuts away and then you just see him dead on the ground and there's a pool of blood it's not like there's no blood or violence at all but there it, it, there's no really violent deaths in it at all yeah. interesting interesting yeah for me I came in and, as oh, Adam Winger fan I really love the guest really mm-hmm. love your next uh, not as big a fan of Blair Witch I like that one you like that one. I like that one. Uh, however, I was at their Comic Con panel, which was rough. Uh, uh, Why? It was well because the one the actress who played Mia refused to talk because she was nervous. Margaret and then uh, I'm pretty she's sure so good on the leftovers. Yeah, and she, I thought she on. was good I in this too. Yeah. And Lakeith Stanfield, I think, in hindsight, was doing a bit as Al, but it came across like he was a huge asshole. Yeah, that was all of Comic Con. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was uh, it, so it was so uh, Adam Wingard was doing his damnedest to try and salvage the thing and like be energetic and excited about the project uh but it it made me like "Ah, maybe it will suck i enjoyed it 
I I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was like if you took if you took Donnie Darko, Final Destination, and Evil Dead and put it into a blender. You know what I mean? Like the the comic manic energy of Evil Dead with the crazy death scenarios of Final Fantasy with uh, with the kind of like nihilistic high school drama of Donnie Darko and made a movie. And I was really into it. I thought it mo- I would have rather seen like a mini series. But I would rather watch something with too many good ideas that it doesn't really have time to invest in than like sitting there going like, what? Why are we wasting time on this? I never felt like we were on something that like you should be talking about something else, man. Like it just it, it just didn't have enough time to sit on every good idea that it had, which is thanks to the source material, I would imagine. It plowed through a lot of a plot. lot. Yeah. And that yeah. was my only my only real And it was short. It was relatively short. It was like yeah. an hour yeah. and forty minutes. Yeah. yeah. And I, and also the only other thing is there were things that it's like if we're already gonna change elements from the anime or manga maybe change other elements that don't play as well to a Western audience. Like yeah. we find out a little bit of L's origin that doesn't really make sure. sense. But spoiler in a, free. Yeah. yeah, spoiler free. That yeah. doesn't really make sense in a Western context. Yeah. And like, there's like little like nods and stuff like this. I don't think this movie as is, is as bad as like Dragon Ball Evolution. Cause that's a goddamn mess. Sure. But like sure. they tried to put little nods to the anime in that where it was like, like the best example is like, there's a bit with ice cream in this where you're like, that's kind of funny, but it doesn't like make sense with what's happening, right? And then with um, uh, Dragon Ball, like you have Goku eating like this giant piece of meat, and you're like, where'd that come from? Like, what is this? It doesn't add anything to the story. Like, it's only for anime fans, but for someone who didn't watch a lot of Dragon Ball, I'm like, this doesn't mean fucking anything to me. So, <laughs> yeah. like, and also for Dragon Ball fans, like, that doesn't mean anything either because there's no context for what's happening. Yeah. So there was little things like that. There. For me, I this I did not like this. Like, yeah. and the more like we've I've had a whole night to think about it, <laughs> and the more I think about it, I'm like, cool that like there were the cinema the cinematography beautiful. Like, there's a lot of really cool moments and things I liked. Willem Dafoe as Ryuk, I thought he was cool. Like, did he make a lot of sense to me? No, no. but like his design was really cool. I liked the way he, they made his eyes look. I like that it was kind of like this emptiness it, like I've seen the anime version of him or like the, his illustrated version and like he looks cool there but I like that as a demon or whatever he is it was like this kind of like he's like a void he's like emptiness he is death he's yeah. he's terrifying didn't get the apple thing someone like described it to me online and I was yep. like okay it didn't make sense well it's interesting because at the screening at Comic Con they gave us apples okay cool. Oh, cool that sort of makes sense because they do sort of include the apple thing in the movie yeah They also gave us a bag of potato chips, which, if you're a fan of the source material, makes perfect sense. It was not in the movie. No, no, it was not. um, I don't remember potato chips in the movie. Jelly beans were in the movie, which I I mean, we kind of got an explanation And also the importance of sleep. Was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that's so oh, funny is yeah, I mean they all scene. they all speculate in the source material that L never sleeps, yeah. but nobody ever confronts him about yeah. like Watari constantly being like, "When was the last time you slept?" Yeah. I was like, "What? <laughs> What's going it, on?" We have a couple of tweets. Uh, basically, oh, yeah. what I'm saying is, I, I if you did, if you're on the fence about seeing this, I'm like you could probably skip it. If you really had nothing to do, like one day you could probably like maybe watch it I would say if you like Evil Dead Donnie Darko Final Destination go for it you'll have a good time yeah, yeah if you like Final Destination yeah I, I, I was I gonna say because yeah. I, I like Evil Dead and Donnie Darko <laughs> um, and I didn't like this yeah. uh, but we got a couple tweets here I'll take it I'll take it away uh, yeah. with DJ Fidget Spinner uh, at WTF Uber Mensch uh, as an anime fan didn't like my girlfriend though who never saw the anime kept saying it reminded her of the Goosebumps show uh, Defoe <laughs> did a great job it was like a like an uh, extra long episode of a 
Are You Afraid of the Dark? It, it yeah, has. Yeah. Yeah. It does have an Are You The logic of a lot of the characters was the same as a Goosebumps show. It yeah. totally was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, Dennis, Dennis Sassy at Dennis underscore Sassy. So bad. Rather watch all Adam Sandler <laughs> Netflix movies again than watch oh, this dang. one again. Uh, what a waste of time. Uh, nice score, though. I did like the score a lot. I think it was Atticus Ross, who I think he's done work with. Um, the score. The music was really the, yeah, good. Yeah, the music yeah. was good. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, some of the soundtrack... The score was great. Yeah. For me, some of the soundtrack felt a little out of place at times. It's, yeah. the, same, it's the same problem that Spider-Man Homecoming had where it's like, we're either going to pick songs that are in every high school movie right. or songs that are specific to this person who was in high school in the 80s. Right. Or like, a, it's like, that's not... Like Atomic Blonde. Like, I don't know if you saw that. It but would that be, at least took place in the 80s. It that's did, true. but yeah. the use of the music was... The way they used it was weird yes, in the movie. Because like, it'd be like... There's that scene where she's like walking to a bar and it's playing like, okay, we know this 80s song. And then there's like someone lights a match or something and it ends and then there's music playing elsewhere. So you're like, was she listening to that? Was that about what she's doing? No, like you didn't get it. And like yeah. that's kind of what this movie was like too. Hector Lucas at Laugh at Lucas uh, would have loved it more had it been a miniseries. I missed out on some of the awesome plot points by not having enough time. But overall, it was great. Mm-hmm. And we have one more here, Sam Nori at Sam Nori. It was an interesting take on the source material, like the idea of Ryuk using humans for entertainment rather than being Light's best buddy. <sighs> Is that he's supposed to be Light's friend in it's, the... They're not exactly friends, but they do have an interesting relationship in the manga and the anime series. Well, actually, in all other versions. It's so interesting that everybody's really praising Ryuk. And I don't entirely disagree but I felt that the character design of Ryuk in the movie was incredibly stiff really he's such a like animated interesting character his his face is that stoic he doesn't really have facial expressions to speak of I mean he just looks insane Um, but he yeah it uh, uh, to me he lost everything that was so dynamic about that character and so much of Ryuk in the source material is him just sitting around waiting to see what Light's going to do next for his amusement. Yeah. And I don't, I'll get into it when we get to the spoiler times. Yeah. But the spoiler, uh, the spoiler times. times uh, but yeah, I just, I felt that Ryuk was extremely underutilized in this yeah. movie. And I really didn't, I really didn't like that Ryuk encouraged Light to use the Death Note in the first place because, as I said, in the source material, he gets Ryuk's attention because he's been killing so many people. Oh, okay. In this, it made it seem like an evil genie type scenario. No, yeah. No, no, no. Light makes that decision on his own. (laughs) Oh, cool. Um, I think let's do a quick rating and then we can hop into spoilers. Out of what? Mm, He killed, what, 400 people? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We do uh, awful ratings on the show. So out of 400, what would you rate this? What's a B? What's a solid B? Three fifty. Oh yeah, because you liked it more. Uh, let's give it like three fifty, three twenty-five. Let's do three twenty, three twenty-five to three fifty. There you go. Three. Thir- we'll split the three thirty-five. Three thirty-five. That's yeah. fair. I'd give it a. Th- uh, I like the cinematography and the music, so I give it like a three. No, let's give it like a two ninety. Okay, there you go. I thought you were just gonna go with a three. I was like, like, you really? Three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I'm extremely biased because I can't unread or unsee, and on top of that, I went into it not wanting to like it. I yeah. fully admit, uh, <laughs> and I didn't like it. I'm gonna go like mm, out of four. Uh, I don't know one. Hundred. Again, yeah. again, I thought we were gonna one. I'm no, gonna one. Go one. one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I will give you that. Some of the cinematography was great. Yeah, yeah. and some of the music, like the score. Yeah, the was score good. and the score was good. Yeah. Before we jump into spoilers, can you rate the different adaptations of from best to this? 
I, it oh, sounds you're, like. You, like your favorite. Like yeah. where does this land? Um, well, uh, for I really like the. Hmm, I would probably say. I actually like the anime a little bit more than the original manga series. They okay. s- made some stuff a little more ambiguous in the end and they changed the order on some things to make some stuff a little clearer okay uh so i yeah i would say i'd put the original anime series at the top with probably the manga right under that and then i I really and i fully admit this is probably not as good as some other adaptations but i freaking love the musical you guys (laughs) it's so good uh and previously as i said was the only attempt to tell the entire story in a single sitting yeah but again it's a musical it's two and a half hours long this movie was an hour and 40 minutes that's crazy that a musical was allowed more time to tell the whole story yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so and then i would say probably the two i I put the two 2006 movies together in one category uh and then the 2015 j drama then there were so in anime a lot of the time they'll do film adaptations where they kind of retell everything in an anime film yeah so there's i I, as again like i haven't even seen everything this is just covering what i've seen uh but yeah there's there's a couple anime films and then there's the new i have not seen the mini series and the new movie from last year so and i believe that those are all there's there's like prequels and sequels and there's a spinoff light novel uh about another case that l worked on in los angeles it's really there's a lot there's a lot of death note i love when they they travel. I love when shows like that travel. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to LA. Yeah. Let's yeah. That's uh, all right. Well, damn, we got some. We have something. We have a few things. Yeah, we're going to catch up on. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's hop into spoilers. Yes. Um, I for me, if I may. Yes. Uh, the the things they I could tell that they changed like lights last name. I, we, I think we kind of <laughs> yeah. DJ and were talking like to to make it. If you're going to change a part, change the light. Like change yeah, the go name. Cr- just go crazy. Yeah. Change yeah. The whole thing. Make his like you you suggested this. Make his last name light because that makes more sense. It than makes having, a lot more yeah, sense. Have you yeah. ever in your entire life run into anybody named Light or could even imagine running into somebody whose name is Light? I mean, Light? only my cat who was yeah. named Light yeah. after Light yeah. in the series. And so it's like, I don't know if that plays better in the anime, but it's like, if you're already going to change the name, just go yeah, for it's, it, Yeah, like, it totally plays fine in the anime or in a J-drama yeah. where you're used to people having crazy yeah. names. Yeah. I, and I'm not talking just Japanese names because even that is a weird name. That, yeah. That's a weird name the end. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's not like his name is Hikari or something which is light in, in Japanese. It's yeah. literally light. light. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like change that and also maybe change where L came from because when they're like oh it's a super school for detectives it's like that's a bit much for the that's, movie you're making. Yeah, that's that's a, a, you don't get it. Orphans were taken in yeah, to be trained to be the world's greatest <laughs> detectives, not assassins. Yeah, detectives. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still not that great. Like well, he's, he's good, yeah. but in this movie, it still takes him quite a while for being who he is to figure out who oh, uh, Kira is. And in the in in the original source material, he suspects him immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get the feeling that because again, they have this really interesting relationship that I mean, L straight up says that Light is his first and only friend. And so you get this feeling that there is a part of L that doesn't want to be right, yeah. even though he knows he's right. Uh-huh. 
it's it's very heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest thing in this movie is that I couldn't figure out who to root for at all. And then I was like, okay, well, I know that like in other cultures, storytelling works differently from America, where sure. it's like, here's a good guy, good guy beats bad guy, whatever. Or the, from this point of view, you could have had bad guy's the main character. You have this good guy kind of trying to take him out, but you're yes. like, I'm trying to root for the bad guy to get away. But I don't want the I don't want light to win. Right. I don't yeah. want it. But also, I don't give a shit if L wins right now because he I can't relate I to think, him at all. I think it's because, and to me, this is one of the biggest downfalls of the movie. And again, they did this in the 2015 J drama as well, where they tried to make light more sympathetic. Now, at yeah. least in the 2015 drama, he was still very smart. But what both this movie and the drama suffer from is that light feels like he's been personally wronged somehow by the world whereas in the source material he's acting not because he feels wronged personally but simply because he thinks he is right Mm -hmm. and so he develops this god complex where he's going to become the god of this great new world and it's kind of an Iago and Othello thing where you are rooting for him a little bit because he's so much smarter than everyone else Okay, and you see a couple characters so there's this whole storyline with this FBI agent Ray Pember who like uses to kill the rest of the FBI agents who are investigating him Yeah, which they kind of they kind of do in the movie and then Ray Pember's fiance is also there. She shows up. She's a former FBI agent and she's a much better FBI agent than Ray is. Uh-huh. So Naomi comes in and she literally almost catches light in one episode. Whoa. It's so good. Yeah, uh-huh. I would imagine the series series is better just because you have more time to dive in all that stuff. I'm really interested in that. I liked in this, um, I like it when movies like this uh, admit to and accept the fact that teenagers are the worst and high school <laughs> is the worst. Like, like I liked in this that uh, me and Light are just assholes. Like, and, and it's not, and it's not oh. like they're just they're just petulant kids that if they were given this ability would do exactly what they do. Like, I like the fact that when Ryuk first shows up, Light screams like a bitch because I would scream like a bitch. Like that thing shows up and is moving stuff around. You you wouldn't look cool in that moment. There's no cool reaction to that oh, situation. That, yeah, yeah. We, I, at first I was like judging it, but I'm like, okay, maybe this is Adam Wingard's. Okay, so sometimes his movies I don't quite get. Like, right, uh, right. like I was telling him that like I've I haven't finished uh, the guest, it's which so I should. And I've heard it's very good, but. Uh, Get get out! Not get out. Uh, That's uh, you're, next. you're next. You're next. Um, it's also good. I watched that when I had like the flu, so I was like, I'm not getting that. This is <laughs> like a critique on the genre that yeah. I'm like, this just seems like a poorly made movie right, right. now. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a little iffy on it, and also saw the Blair Witch when I was drunk, so I'm like, I love this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Um, so th- uh, I thought I was like. Maybe, like, I thought his humor was being injected in there that made it, like, oh, it's funny that he's screaming yeah, I, like a child right well, now. I even like the resolution where, like, Mia writes his name and then he writes his name in this weird, like, maybe she doesn't take it because a teenager would do that. Okay. Because, in case you're wondering, teenagers are the worst. So, uh. here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the character that Mia is sort she's actually based kind of on two characters yeah. from Death Note, but primarily Misa Amane who in the source material is, she's a J-pop idol, she's a model, she is a fanatic follower of Kira. Yeah. She has her own death note. Interesting. She is the second Kira. So basically, there's this whole storyline where a Shinigami fell in love with her, just watching her in the human world. And she was supposed to die, and he couldn't bear to see her die, so he wrote the name of the guy who was supposed to murder her in his death note. Mm -hmm. If a Shinigami assists a human to live longer, they will die. Mm -hmm. So Jealous died, and his death note 
became Misa's property. Oh. And Misa, had, her parents were murdered and their uh, murderer was never jailed. He was never punished. They were basically saying that maybe he was falsely accused. But she, in her heart, felt that he yeah. definitely had killed her parents. And Kira, light Kira, killed her parents' murderer. Yeah. So she became like obsessed with him. Interesting. Whoa. So literally, if they had kept the storyline of Misa has her own death note, you lose half the conflict in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't. I, I liked that. I liked. I, I I liked all that stuff. Her keeping a page of it made like that. Like that works for me story yeah. wise. Yeah. They, they, but like also, I'm I'm actually I do like how fast they moved from. The, here's a character. Here's the Death Note. This is what it does. And like that was like what twenty minutes. I also like. Does yeah. the Death Note have as many rules in the thing? It does. I, I yeah. like that running it joke. Does. That like, and um, he never reads them because of course he does it because well, he's a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. and <laughs> one of the one of the most interesting plot points from the source material that they completely omitted from the movie yeah. is this idea that if you possess a Death Note, you can make a deal with the Shinigami who owns that Death Note to trade half of your lifespan for the Shinigami's ability to see everyone's names. So if I was a Shinigami and I was looking at you, DJ, yeah. I would see your full legal name above your head. So I would be able to kill you just yeah. by looking at you. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. it's a really interesting thing because Light refuses to do it because he's going to be this god of a new world. So he's not going to do anything to shorten his lifespan. But Misa has no problem doing it. Yeah. Because she just wants to do anything to help Kira. Uh-huh. Interesting. I didn't quite get Mia's whole trans... I'm like, I'm like I, that's why the movie was confusing to me. I'm like, am I supposed to root for these kids that are like no. killing terrorists and stuff? Then like, and then like, but well, then who am I following in this I story? I liked Elle. I, the second, I liked Lakeith Sanfield's performance. I liked I liked the character. I, I'm a Sherlock fan. So I was like, oh, it's basically like if Sherlock existed in this world. Like, but you Benedict have- Cumberbox's yeah. Sherlock existed in this world. But don't you have, you have Watson to connect with though you need you need yeah. don't you need someone to it, I, I liked it to I root. liked him I couldn't I couldn't root for L. yeah and I felt that Watati yeah. was underutilized also because his I, look was great yeah yeah, yeah. And Sam also, really liked the top knot I like the top knot and I'm also not 100% sure how light managed to kill Watati like did he know his whole name I don't know how he found out what his full name was because he did his kill whole, him his whole name is Watari no he has another name besides <laughs> Watari <laughs> I also I, I was a little bit bummed when he was like told Ryuk dealer's choice I'm like this is gonna be good and then it's like the FBI agent shoot him it's like well that's Come on, Ryuk. You have come on. Yeah. You got dealer's choice. That yeah. was the best you could do. Come on. And like I'll, we were talking about when we were watching it, I'm like, I know I want them to get like it's supposed to be like physically possible. I'm like, you get a little creative with it. Like yeah. if you're gonna, if it's like final, de- go well, full final destination if you're gonna do it. Well, they the kind of did with the latter. He does like test the limits of the Death Note mm-hmm. a lot in the source material as well, where you know there's a a criminal who's in prison in Japan and he writes, you know, dies by jumping off the Eiffel Tower, but he can't because no. he can't get, there's no way for him to get to Paris. Uh, so he basically tries to get there for two days, who can't leave the prison. And right, like, yeah, so he, no uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. interesting. I also like that, and they play with it a little bit here, and I would imagine it's a lot more enjoyable in the anime. The idea of where you set up a set of rules, mm-hmm. and then you spend the rest of the time unpacking yeah. how that how that would apply, like the, the different ways that would apply or not apply a great example of this is actually the avatar universe 
where it's like you've got the four elements, but they can be manipulated in this way. And right. then they just keep exploring different ways right. of like, if you could do that, what else could you do? Yeah. So like, I, like I'm metal bending, metal bending, or lava bending. bending. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff. Like, what are the implications of, the, of this very, what seems to be a strict set of rules? What are the implications of that and the applications of that? Yeah. This makes me want to check out one of the series. So I'll definitely hit you up yeah, for which one I should the, check out. I mean, out. the yeah. whole original anime series is on Netflix. Hell yeah. Oh, cool. It's 37 episodes. The episodes are 23 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. It's it. And I decided to right before this movie came out, I was like, all right, I know I'm going to be talking about it a lot. I'm just going to start rewatching the anime series. I'm like 17 episodes in. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. That's awesome. Cool. Now, I will warn you that. It kind of, the thing is, is the story building is so good, but the Japanese don't really have the same concept of a three-act structure Mm -hmm. that we do. So a lot of anime will end and you're like, well, that's a weird ending. It just feels very open Uh because they don't tend to wrap things up in a little bow. Yeah. And in this, even after, uh, spoilers, L gets, Light manages to kill L. Yeah. There's still another third of the series. Yeah. Oh. And it's not as good. It's definitely not as good. But that goes back to what you were saying about L comes from this, you know, yeah. super school of detective kids yeah. that comes into play. I, I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah. fine, I'm fine with that in an anime. <laughs> right, in the movie, exactly. In the movie where you're already like remixing stuff, it's like, mm, you could have. Uh, yeah, you might have wanted a more Sherlockian just, origin. He could have <laughs> just been an orphan. Yeah. yeah. He could have just been an orphan. Watari trained him. Like that yeah. could have been sure, fine. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, or he's just really good. Like because yeah. he's an orphan, he just dives really far I into his work. I really like that because this, this comes from, and I don't know if, because it's a different culture, I don't know if this is where Death Note gets it, but the, the, in in like alchemy and, and different magical stories, the knowing of a person's name is very important. Yes. And I like, I like when people play with that. Mm. I do want to say the other things I like besides like lighting, sound, cinematography. I also liked uh, Shea Wiggum, uh, the dad. I liked, I Anytime liked, Shea Wiggum shows yeah. up. I okay. love him. Yeah. So the dad, this is just a fun little piece of death note trivia. Yeah. In the 2006 drama, the was two, also the, played the, by the Shea two, Wiggum. No, the 2006 <laughs> movies yeah. um, was played uh, by, uh, Takeshi Kaga. Okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar with a little mm. show called Iron Chef. Yeah. Nice. Chairman Kaga That's from Iron really Chef amazing. was Light's dad, Sochiro Yagami, and he also played that same part in the first Japanese version of the musical in 2015. Aww, that's amazing. That's so, cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Maggie Whitmer suggested that we, for one of our bonus episodes, do a musical episode. Thoughts? Yes. Like we're going to write yeah, it. We'll get great. the same, we'll get the guy who oh, did the musical for Death I, Note. Perfect. There you go. I thought we were going to discuss musicals not actually perform a musical no 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 no, no it's a musical but, uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah I, I know what you're talking yeah. about okay uh, we, <laughs> got a, we got a few tweets here some questions from fans isabella at Decapod overlord how does it com- we already talked about this a little bit uh compared to other anime turned live action oh no how does it compare to other anime turned live action movies you've seen should they stop trying uh, uh anime adaptions <laughs> should are they just quit quit <laughs> i from what i have heard of other live action anime adaptions this is probably one of the better ones Low bar. I was going to say, as much as I disliked it, I do kind of have to agree with that statement in terms of American adaptations. Okay. There is, uh, there are three films that are an adaptation of the series Rurouni Kenshin. They're Japanese live action films that are in 
incredible. Okay. Uh, and also the live action uh, Tokusatsu. So Tokusatsu is like Super Sentai, where basically it means that it's live action and the people who are the monsters are actors in costumes. Oh, cool. No. Um, right. uh, there's a live action uh, Tokusatsu of Sailor Moon, and it's my favorite version of Sailor Moon. Really? It's fantastic. Really? Now, that you <laughs> have to bear in mind that the special effects look kind of cheesy. Okay. Because I that that's but, what my main question. But once yeah. you get over that, the storytelling is so good. Mm-hmm. The characters are the most complex they've ever been. It, it's it's really great. Uh, but yeah, the, those Rurouni Kenshin movies are just a plus plus. So so good. Can't recommend them enough. Very cool. Uh, what did you think of? Just a quick question. What did you think of Ghost in the Shell? The newer. Yeah. Kind Didn't of, like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like that one. Either. I like that one too. You did. Uh, I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed this more. I just I just really liked uh, the look of it. Uh-huh. I yeah. just like the look of it. I liked it, and I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I'm okay. I guess maybe, like, there's, like, the people bring up whitewashing and whatnot. I, I, I feel like, this, at least for me, just viewing a movie, like, not even getting to that argument, but, like, for this and Ghost in the Shell, maybe take some other weirder anime elements out of it just to tell the story that's there. Yeah. Like, you don't need, like, in Ghost in the Shell, when they refer to your shell as, your body as the shell and your spirit as the ghost, yeah. you don't need to say that in every other sentence because after a while it starts to sound goofy. Yeah. And because, like, with Death Note, since this is a live action supposed to be taking place in a slightly heightened version of our world. You don't need the goofy anime things that are in there that fans like. Like, I mean, even though they like it, try to tell the story that makes sense and is enjoyable for a yeah. wider audience. Well, you brought up the fact that it's being performed by in live action. The will and suspension of disbelief there, there's more of a limit on it because there you're looking is. at actual people. Yeah. yeah, in a cartoon, it would have been funny if you have like the thing that he can't sleep in the jelly beans and all this like other oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, and I love that in animated stuff. But when you watch a live action thing, I'm like, I'm trying to buy this as like as real as possible, yeah. and that doesn't make any sense and, to me. And again, it was weird to me that they called out the not sleeping thing. Yeah. Again, they don't really do that. Because what does it mean? Like, what does I like it mean the, for I like the him? lullaby scene. And oh, also, I that think was it also, the weirdest. Like, I, imagine asking someone like on the plane, like, hey, could you just sing a little song yeah, to me while I, I, I say uh, No, I, I like that a lot. I like that because it shows, it shows that while he's, for me, it showed while he's super intelligent, he still hasn't quite, he's not socially adept he's not a person no yeah Yeah. and he's extremely socially inept in the and again because he legit goes to college with light for a while in the show like he tries to sort of integrate into society yeah it's yeah uh danny at echo spider what other anime would you like to see in live action what do you think they could do right um so there is a live action version Japanese film of uh, two films of Attack on Titan, which are not great. Okay, I was going to ask about that because uh, yeah, it's that's interesting what I've heard. because much like with this adaptation and them changing uh, characters' names to make them more American, they do that also because it's a plot point in Attack on Titan that everybody is white Mm -hmm. like it's a big thing that the world has been devastated and so from their perspective inside the wall there's no racial diversity at all it's a big deal that mikasa is half japanese because her mom was japanese um because you know the whole we don't know it's possible that beyond the wall there is still some racial diversity but they're supposed to be in my mind they're in like germany because they all very germanic names but in the japanese version they changed a bunch of those germanic names to be japanese names because they were all japanese Uh i was like why didn't we just like keep the names and we just suspend our disbelief it's yeah. not like it's real this isn't actually happening right yeah. now yeah. we are not being consumed by titans and hiding inside of walls thank god uh but i We've do at least got two more years 
But I do think <laughs> that Attack on Titan is one that might make a fun live action movie, especially because you don't run into the danger of whitewashing, which all of these goddamn American adaptations do uh-huh. all the time. Uh, and I heard that about um, Full Metal Alchemist too. Since yeah. it's like a, it's a, it's a kind of like a faux European. Sure, yeah. yeah. Full Metal Alchemist, I think, could be a, a fun live action movie too. They're doing a live action film in Japan yeah. right now. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I think Attack on Titan would benefit from is money. money. Yes, because, and, that, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. is yeah. They didn't have the budget to really do the titans sometimes the titans look okay yeah. sometimes they look good in the in the japanese films but sometimes they look rough yeah the one yeah. thing we have in hollywood that uh-huh. hollywood does is we throw money at things yep. so all yeah. the time uh, all the time uh, i would like to see i've always thought gundam wing would make a pretty good movie mm-hmm. that could be fun i could I see love, that gundam wing is like one of my number no. one loves and no. i think it's good the way it is no. <laughs> but this is me typical anime fan like i don't want you to touch my thing but i also don't care because that was the thing with with this death note movie was i felt as if i just didn't care that it was happening because yeah. it doesn't get rid of the stuff that i like the yeah. stuff that i like still exists yeah i cool if people like this that's fine i don't ask you to agree with me but this no. isn't for me yeah i i felt the similar with uh let me in i really love let the right one in mm-hmm. so i've never even seen let me in because it's like why uh, yeah i have let the right one in so i wouldn't watch it uh, yeah. you, you made a good call, yeah. <laughs> good call. have you yeah. seen let the right one in no but i've heard i mean, I mean yeah i've heard amazing yeah. things but yeah you, you made a, made a good i call. so i i want to make you watch old boy uh, we should watch uh, Old Boy. I love yeah. Old Boy. Uh-huh. I yeah. love that Park Chan Wook. His movies are so fucked up. I've oh he did that. Yeah, yeah. He, he recently did the not the, the handmade. Handmade. Yeah, handmade. handmade, which is also amazing. I've uh, heard that's fucked up. Too. It's also it's not. It's actually probably his least fucked up. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's adapted from a Victorian novel. Oh, yeah. okay. So good. And then uh, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance and Sympathy for Mister Vengeance. I, I these amazing. Oh, Stoker. He's made so many good movies. We should check. We have a little movie night. Yeah. You want we watch that? Then it's my turn with Tommy, Tommy Boy. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love time. to see an anime adaptation of Tommy Boy. Yeah. I'd love to see what they do yeah, with uh, it. Yeah, reverse it. Have the an re- anime adaptation. <laughs> what, what, what uh, American property do you think would benefit from an anime being adapted into an anime? Have you, has anyone ever asked that question no, before? No, I don't think so. Reversing it. Reversing it. Hey, Arnold. Um, I'd read the manga. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Well, I mean, if yeah. you see, there's a great uh, SpongeBob anime opening going on going around the internet really? right That's now amazing. which i think again if you have something that is already exists in that kind of weird territory that yeah. i actually think that might be sort of fun weirdly enough as an anime series i i definitely come from anime as an american person that doesn't mm-hmm. really watch it because i i know one of the beauties of anime is it touches on everything it there's, does there's literally an anime for everything. everything but i view it as something that like oh what would benefit from being more heightened yeah mm. even though that's not no but not, I, but i mean for me that that is also the thing we were talking about it earlier about how when you are watching something that's animated there is this greater suspension of disbelief you can yeah. get away with a lot more when something is animated i think because i for me it's I, it's not just anime i i love animation in all forms and yeah. you look at a, a series like a rick and morty or something yeah. and the the jokes that are in that if that was a live action show that would be fucked up yeah but because it's animated you're like this is so fucked up but it's hilarious yeah. <laughs> like uh, i recently re- rewatched watched because we were talking yeah. about because he's watching rick and morty for the first time oh, so nice, he's nice. through it uh and like the mr jelly bean scene and I'm like, I would fucking hate this if this was like, I mean, I already hate it, but I'd hate it more if they did it live action. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. It's right. not, it's meant to be fucked up. Yeah. You, know, you don't need that live action. Um, but I just had this idea. Shit. 
I don't remember what it was. I had like an idea for either an anime reversal or something I need to watch anime wise. I would love to see a Superman series anime. Yeah. Anime. Wait, they did that whole Attack on Titan Marvel crossover thing. It was like a mini yeah, thing and they've done, And Marvel's done anime once, but they I have, think I would yeah, love to see. I would love to see uh, an anime act because from from Goku to like One Punch Man and stuff like that. I feel like if you oh, gave like a top yeah, tier anime artist fun. Superman, it'd be the best. Yeah. It'd be cool. Oh, I just remembered. I did watch Inu- Inuyasha as a kid. Oh, yeah. But I would, it was always my friend who did watch anime. I'd go over to their house because I it was like the point when you're a kid, you don't really know how TV channels work. So yeah. you're like, I don't know where it is. Like, um, So it was a uh, tsunami on the Cartoon Network and yes, like we'd yeah. go over and watch it. But I'd always pick up like weeks after. Ooh. Sorry, <laughs> I knocked <laughs> over my water bottle. <laughs> uh, but I'd always go over like weeks after after I had watched an episode, so like, like you were totally lost. All these characters yeah. are dead, and like oh. this guy's got like a vortex in his hand, and I was like, that's so cool. But I'm like, I don't really get what that means, yeah. and like, I'm not quite grasping this. Um, and like, there are different swords and stuff. I don't know, but like, uh, I remember liking it a lot as a kid. I just didn't have the time to ever watch it. Also, I've never watched Dragon Ball. Like, I've always uh-huh. kind of wanted to watch um, Dragon Ball so I could like get into I was it. Yeah. Super into Dragon Ball Z as a kid until he spent like 12 episodes on that damn bridge in heaven. Right. Uh-huh. Right. So might I recommend Dragon Ball Z Kai where they, they cut out all that filler crap. That's what that's called. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I would be into that because it's yeah. like it's as a kid it was challenging. And the dub of Dragon Ball Z Kai is good also because they redubbed the entire thing oh. and they'd all already done it before so they're like okay now we get a chance to make this better yeah. oh, wait, what was it? we watched some when we were working at SourceFed I think Brett turned it on it was like when he was making like the first like spirit bomb or right, whatever and it, takes, yeah. like, 25 and it was so funny seeing Frieza. it like edited because yeah. I was like oh my god this would as a kid I would be like so into it but now right. I'm like Jesus Christ <laughs> just uh, get another, another uh, westernized thing that I'd love to see as an anime is Game of Thrones <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I, cool. I have said because there's all these Game of Thrones adaptations that are coming out. Yeah, I'm like what we need is an animated series about the Targaryens because you know they don't have the budget to just have dragons all over all the place. The time, yeah. Now the dragon CGI looks amazing yeah. on the series, but if it's about the Targaryens in the past, you got to have dragons all over the place. Yeah, so and the only also, way you're going to do that is animated. The <laughs> amount of dragons this season is the reason I think we only got seven episodes. <laughs> Oh, fair. If I'm being honest. So is, is there another Western thing you think would make a good anime? Hmm. I just thought of one. Well, wait, I asked her. I know, I'm just excited. I'm prepping you. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, huh. I would love to see, because, again, as you say, anime kind of covers everything. Yeah. I would love to see, like, a Friends Cool. As, a, yes. as an anime 100% yeah because they do slice of life anime and, and then you could get the because even in slice of life they still do the big reactions oh sure yeah it would, st- it would just be more bonkers love it yeah. I, it's actually something I wish we'd figure out here in the west I would love to see just a crime saga that's anime that's mm-hmm. animated that's just animated yeah. I don't need because in America it's either four kids Mm-hmm. Or or it's childish humor. It's like Simpsons, right, South Park, yeah, stuff that for like, animated series? for animated yeah. series. Oh, like okay. I'd love yeah. to see like a, a crime drama that just happens to be animated. Oh, yeah. and I it's like really adult, cool. or is it still got yeah, like, it's the adult. Yeah, it's well, I mean like, that that's kind of what the Wire, but animated. We're trying to do with Castlevania was make an animated series that is for adults. It's so violent. It is. It's so violent. it's really violent. I loved it though. Yeah, I loved it, it too. I haven't finished it yet. Speaking of speaking of things that just kind of end, like that's worn out like reading uh the wild storm it's like yeah. and stop is it <laughs> okay oh, all right well, i guess this she's done i don't know i guess he, uh, he's not good on the cliffhanger yeah. like because uh, you pointed out before we watched castle like before yeah. i watched it is at the end of the first episode like it's just they ends. they it hint they hint at belmont and you're like man it's over and it's like yeah. okay well which yeah there's like a five minute scene of a guy talking about fucking a sheep oh and belmont 
roll credits. Yeah. What Whoa. just happened? Yeah. <laughs> but that was supposed to be a movie. It originally. was, yeah. yeah. It was there was a long thing where the option to create a movie from Castlevania three existed for a long time. Warren Ellis was always attached to it. Yeah. And uh it just never happened, and then Netflix finally picked it up and was like, "We'll do a series." I love it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't necessarily need any more dismembered babies, though. <laughs> what was the one that, that you thought was, was rough. Rough. that was rough? Okay, sorry, I forgot. And thank you for get, talking about something else because I it came back to me. Yeah. Uh, I watched when I was like, I think I was like sick in high school, so I watched a little Ben Ten. Not yeah. totally oh, for yeah. me, but the premise was really cool yeah. uh, about like it's basically different alien DNA out there, like that. Like yeah. and they they span all your genres of different creatures. You know, yeah. you got your ghost type, you got your water type, you got your <laughs> really strong Just like type. Pokemon, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. But you get to turn into the Pokemon, and I'm like, I would read like either not like super violent, but just like go go far into it because there's like different versions where it's uh. like he could like make anything he wanted out of it. Sometimes the DNA he'd have in there was still the creature, and so it would try to take over his body and like go do something somewhere yeah. else, which is really cool. I'd watch that, and also it had like an anime feel to it, like um, definitely there was yeah. a ghost like DNA that they got of course because you have to have that no. version um, and but that ghost that any strand of the DNA is the full consciousness of the creature so yeah. it started to take over the watch and like interesting uh, uh, yeah. Man of Action Studios uh, one of the people part of that is Joe Kelly who's one of my favorite comic writers of all time and also uh. if you like Deadpool you can thank Joe Kelly for that I was gonna ask because I'm like yeah. that's a name that yeah he's, he, uh, he Joe, uh, Deadpool was created by uh, what's his name Rob Liefeld Rob, Rob Liefeld mm-hmm. but the what you love about Deadpool, anybody, I don't care who you are, what you lo- unless it's the costume, it's thanks to Joe Kelly. Okay, yeah. very cool. Yeah, just Did he do? He Ben Ten. He I, I, he worked on his studio. Worked on Ben Ten. He is also the writer of my favorite Spider Man story. Ever. Oh. With it, the villain of it's actually the rhino, surprisingly. Oh, you mentioned that before. Yep. It made me cry. Nice. It made me cry. Oh, okay, we have another tweet here. Do you want to Let's do it? one more and do then we can wrap it up. There we go. Jonathan Peck, and this is not so anime, but it's more about Adam Wingard. Yeah. Uh, at JPEC1098, uh, with Death Note getting mixed reviews, are you guys nervous about Adam Wingard taking over at Godzilla vs. Kong in 2020 as his next film? Nope, for two reasons. One, I like this movie. Two, um, I don't think the fan base will be as demanding fair yeah. i mean i know they're gonna be fighting other monsters yeah. Yeah. but there's not like a huge they're not like really directly pulling from anything yeah to it's make not this like movie. godzilla yeah. has like a famous that's, that's exactly what it is that's why i am also not worried because adam wingard has other work that i do enjoy like yeah. the guest but i also feel that it's not so much that the existing fandom isn't going to be as demanding as it's not quite as focused as, yeah. as you're saying sam they're they're just pulling from this general concept yeah. of monsters of king kong of godzilla yeah. so it that that doesn't worry me Listen, in the slightest. as long as they give king kong random lightning powers the thing will be fine <laughs> it's gonna happen yeah. once and it's gonna be amazing <laughs> and i'm gonna be so happy i wasn't a big fan of kong but i cannot wait for this movie i think we're getting one more godzilla movie yes. before yes. that's a bit of a bummer i'm just, just give me that i want the team yeah, I don't, like, uh, nobody wants more as godzilla. A, no as a godzilla fan i'm excited for king Ghidorah and mothra and rodan yeah but we're getting all those monsters have you in seen, Kong. Have you seen Shin Godzilla? No, I oh, want to. It's so good. I want it's to. So I, uh, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I remember as a kid, um, very young, I was watching a Godzilla movie on TV and he fell out of a volcano in the end and that was before I understood that Godzilla dies at the end of all of those movies. Always, And yeah. I cried because I thought there'd be no more Godzilla. Wait, he does? Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, it's, uh, he's basically like a slasher. Like, and if every, pretty much every... Well, it depends on how much he's the antagonist mm-hmm. like if he's not saving the day he dies at the end of the movie interesting yeah. uh, i did watch that one i think it was godzilla 2000 or whatever when like 
like the is that one where like a it's like a spaceship lands in the ocean and it turns into like this That's big metal goose. Yeah. It turned, but like it was it came out right it was the one that came out right after um the one we made in New York. Yeah. Like the one that like right, right. Matthew which, which that one exists in the Godzilla universe. Zilla, they call him Zilla. So the yeah. one from, from Roland Emmerich's Godzilla, like Godzilla murders the fuck out of it, if yeah. I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roland Emmerich did that movie? Yes, yeah. he did. Wow. Listen, he's got a brand. He does. has a brand. <laughs> he has a brand. Man, we should rewatch that movie. I mean, we should watch the good ones, yeah. but we should right. rewatch the 98 one. Uh, the first Godzilla is... Amazing, yeah. It's really like first, good. First, first, the first, 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 first. It's yeah. very. It is surprisingly watchable. Yeah. All things considered, <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's like when I went. It's and it's also very. It's actually surprisingly heady. Like it's it's it, because it's touching. Like these are people that saw a big part of their country get blown to hell. Yeah, uh-huh. and this is them processing that. Really, yep. it's intense. Interesting. There yeah. was that movie I wanted to check out. Like, we were, we're wrapping up really quick, but yeah. there was that one movie I do want to check out. I don't know if you guys remember it. It's that monster movie where they deal with that exact thing that after the bomb went off, like they radiated people and monsters and created like this giant baby man that would go and fight. Oh like, yeah, giant yeah, monsters. yeah. Also, are you familiar? I think I got the name right with Paranoia Agent. Yes, yeah. I have watched that and I enjoyed that. Very cool. That's the one anime that even if I didn't watch as a kid and barely remember it, that's the one I was like, yeah. 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 Hell good. yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's well, all guys, that's all I got. If there's any animes you think we should check out, let us know on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. You ain't got the vows from stupid. Very we cool. make no promises. We make no promises. <laughs> we'll try. And that's all that we that matters. Emma. Where can they find you again? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at my name, Emma Fife. Perfect. E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. For those of you who are listening, that is, well, you're all listening. You're all listening. Uh, That is all Fs as in Fred, no S's as in snake. They tend to sound the same on the phone or when you record them into a microphone and transmit them into someone's ears. I have had other people make hotel reservations for me, and it's always very exciting to show up at a uh, hotel (laughs) desk and be like, you don't have a Fife? Look under like S or like an F Y S S E. It's uh, it's a whole thing, but yeah, there you go. Interesting. I'm doing lots of stuff. But if uh, you just follow me on social media, I, just, I talk about all of it. Yeah, yeah, she's all on. over the internet. <laughs> Sam, where are you? Uh, I'm here. Okay, you can find me over here, okay. uh, and also at Sam Basher. And yes. We're getting close to reach. I just punched the microphone. <laughs> uh, we're getting close to reaching our goal on Patreon, and that what? means some some fun shit's about to come out. So it does. get uh, get excited, guys. DJ, where can they find you? Uh, DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. And I'm working on some very exciting things that you should stay tuned for. Very ex- I mean, I'm excited Ooh. for it. Yes. Also, we've been talking about some cool shit that doesn't have to do with the Patreon that I'm very excited about. Just a bunch of bunch of exciting stuff. So make oh, sure you also, follow us. Also, stay tuned later today. Our Game of Thrones review. Wait. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Monday. Yeah, it's <laughs> I was like, this, what day is this? This comes up Monday. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And uh, we're going to make it live for everybody. Right? Live. It's going to be up for everybody. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it, guys. Yes. I hope you are feeling good. I hope life's good. I know school's starting up again, so have fun. Make new friends. Drink enough water. Get enough sleep. And if a evil book falls from the heavens with the title of a show etched on it, maybe throw it away. What if it had The Office written on it? Throw it away. <laughs> Damn it. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.